0: Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived at our webpage, there are links to our Boomer's General Store, links to your favorite podcast provider where you can hear Baby Boomer Tales podcasts plus other podcasts. There is a link to our YouTube channel, Baby Boomer Tales, and our Twitter page, Also, there are pictures of the great country I talk about on most of my podcasts. Thank you for visiting. I always appreciate it. Glad to have you riding along today. I've been talking about how hot and dry it's been. Well, three nights ago, we had five inches of rain. Two nights ago, we had two and a half inches of rain. Yesterday, we had about a half an inch of rain so we've had eight inches of rain in three days everything's pretty darn wet around here five inches of rain overnight is a big deal no matter how you cut it the most I ever saw at one time in this country up in northeastern Kansas is nine inches of rain one night it's like pouring a bucket over your head well this rain has made my pond over full again which I like I like it when it's going out the overflows the grass is starting to green up again. Around here in May and early June, this whole country looks like an emerald. It's so green. Yeah, about the first of August, usually things drying up and things can get a little, little brown in spots, especially the grass. Trees may lose some leaves to try to protect themselves. And we find ourselves watering, keep the flowers and bushes and all that stuff going. And well, we're not watering now it's nice out here things are greening up now for the song of the week our song this week is take it easy by the eagles written by jackson brown and glenn fry it was released in may of 1972 and it peaked on the billboard hot 100 chart at number 12. it was the first track on their first album eagles and it was also there for single. Song lasted 3 minutes and 30 seconds. And it put Winslow, Arizona on the map. If you have ever followed the old Route 66 or Interstate 40. It's kind of taken over a lot of that route. Especially down in Arizona. Well, there is an exit for Winslow. Go there. You can have your picture taken on that corner with Jackson Brown and Glenn Fry or statues of them anyway. You'll see the girl my lord in a flatbed ford there. It's a great little stop. I'm sure it helps that little town's economy. How in the world can music be so powerful that one line in a song can embed the name of a town in your brain forever? It's worth stopping if you're ever that way. When I was a kid in high school, The song San Francisco by Scott McKenzie started playing on the radio. That was the summer of 67, the summer before my senior year in high school. I started dreaming of this. The world was changing. There was Vietnam, sit-ins, love-ins, long hair. The music was changing completely and rapidly. I was wanting to grow my hair longer. My senior year, my folks and the school fought me about the length of my hair. Of course, I wasn't going to win that battle, not in 1967 and 68, I wasn't. Not in a small, small community, little bitty town in rural Colorado. But my buddy Dan and I would hitchhike to Boulder and hang out with some of those peace freaks, look at the hippie girls, We were just a little small part of all those freaky people. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band released about the same time as the song San Francisco, and all I wanted to do was experience free love, girls dancing with flowers in their hair, to be within you and without you. Isn't that what the Beatles said? I wanted to look up in the sky and see Lucy and clouds and diamonds. I went to California and thought I met Timothy Leary once I graduated from high school. Now I didn't really want to be a hippie, I really didn't, I didn't want to be a hippie. I just was attracted to those hippie girls I think more than anything. But one thing I did notice is they weren't all young and beautiful and long hair and flowers in their hair. It's like anything. And I was in over my head. I knew that immediately as soon as I smelled that patchouli oil. And even though my hair was getting quite long, I didn't think I was a hippie at all. I looked around at some of those concerts where police were tear gassing the crashers and they were marching in the streets protesting the war and far out psychedelic drugs were being replaced by heroin and speed and things weren't any different except for the clothes they were wearing and the length of their hair through my travels all around this great nation I did end up back my little hometown and yes I had long hair and yes If you looked at me with my granny glasses on, I don't mean those little bitty things. I mean some wire-rimmed glasses, kind of like old John Lennon wore. My hair being long. Maybe I'm wearing a pair of moccasins, moccasins t-shirt, and some boot-cut jeans. I didn't really like the bell-bottoms, so I liked those boot-cuts. They flared out a little. And half the time I wasn't wearing moccasins, I was wearing the low-cut Chuck Taylor Converse All-Stars. But take a look at me, you'd think I was a hippie too. When people called me a hippie, I did not bother to correct them or anything. But I knew in my heart I was not. So why didn't you cut your hair and straighten up? Well, I had to be me. I don't know why. I don't know why. When I was in San Francisco, it was such a huge disappointment to me that it wasn't anything like I had heard about or read about or saw on the television or dreamed about. And I wasn't there very long. I had to get the heck out of there. And all I started to see was the dark side of that rainbow. Later on in my home county, they had the rainbow family invade that pristine mountain community, tore it all up, trashed it out, caused great stress, and then they left leaving the community to pick up the pieces i suppose well on september 15th 2021 i made a podcast it was titled "Hippy," episode 138 and while i was putting this one together for some reason after i'd worked on the outline of it the notes and all that, that some of this sounded vaguely familiar and so I started scrolling back through the old titles of the podcasts I've done. And sure enough, there's one titled Hippie. And I thought, oh no, what am I going to do? And I decided to just title this one "Hippy 2. I could have put Volume 2, but then I just put T-W-O. So Hippie T W O, Hippie Also, Volume 2. That's me. I was just a mountain boy. In my heart, I always have been and I always will be, even if I live here in the rolling hills of northeast Kansas now. A lot of that stuff stays with me. A lot of my friends had long hair also, but I cannot think of one person that ever identified as a hippie. One person that was my friend. Never had one that thought they were a hippie. I really don't remember hanging out with people wearing petulio oil or having tie dye as their shirt, or shorts for that matter. Now, old Dan, my hitchhiking buddy, did buy a Volkswagen van when he was about 18, 19 years old, I guess, but I preferred a Ford van myself, and I only got that after I started having children. We need to stack them in somewhere other than my wife's little Mustang. So what do they say? Nothing's worse than an old hippie. Well, if you insist on calling me an old hippie, that's okay. My friends today, if I share my story with them of my journey through that world and the drugs and the dark side that I discovered there, they have a hard time wrapping their head around that I'm something other than what I appear. But what I appear is the true me. And what I was, even though it was the true me, I was not a hippie. Perhaps you've experienced the same thing. Or perhaps you were a hippie and you feel like you still are. I don't care. Whatever floats your boat, because you don't want the boat to sink. I think it's a wonderful life where we can be who we are. But in this new day and age called the information age, someone's going to take exception to that no matter what. That's the dark side of the information age. No matter how wonderful it is to... I wonder what happened to Joe Cocker. Why don't we Google it and find out? Oh, I didn't know that about Joe. You know, that's handy. You don't have to go to a library or something. So just let it be. There will be an answer, guaranteed. I hope you're enjoying the ride. Don't let bitterness overtake you. Put a smile on your face. And in your heart, it's okay. Yeah. Please, yeah. please, no applause. Yeah. Please sit down, sit down, oh. that's okay. Yeah. Take the flashlight off of your phones and put your phones up. You don't have to hold them up in the air like that. Do not sing kumbaya. Oh. Please, please, oh. it's okay. Yes, oh. yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, yes, okay. I don't know who hit that applause light. I am sorry about that. You know, we all just want to sit back and be mellow. We don't want to have any kind of big show like Johnny Carson. Here's Johnny. Johnny who? If you asked Johnny who when I said Johnny Carson, well, you're probably not a baby boomer. That's okay. That's okay. I do know people in their teens and 20s and thirties and forties to listen to this fifties i have no idea are you 50 raise your hand if you're 50 and listen to this podcast right now well obviously you're listening to this podcast right now i don't care how old you are you wouldn't know that i asked you to raise your hand yeah i tell you put your hands down with your phones with the flashlights on put those down we really don't need all that attention i'm just trying to tell you a little story Little picture of something that happened to me. Now, everything's not true around here. We have the Munchies, and they are fictional characters. We have Kate's General Store, and they are made up in my mind also. That's just a little old-timey radio show that we try to duplicate or replicate or re-educate. Something. I don't know. I'm just trying to get my time in here. Please forgive me. When I started doing this podcast today, I had no idea where it was going to take me. I really didn't. I mean, a few podcasts ago where I didn't have any notes and I just went out on a wing and a prayer. And that wasn't this at all. I had a whole outline. I have a whole page here. One page is what I try to keep my outline to. And I try to follow it. You know what I mean? Well, today I did follow my outline and it is about a page. And I am a little short because as I was doing this, I really didn't want to repeat myself from the last episode that I talked about hippies. Old Bob at the drugstore always called me my little hometown's first hippie. He thought it was funny. He thought it was original and probably a little of both. Bob was a likable guy and a good businessman back home when I was growing up. And he did help me participate in that type of lifestyle by supplying me at the drugstore with Packer's Pine Tar Soap. If you don't know what that is, it's this big brown bar of soap made out of pine tar, of all things. And it is not cheap, and I never had any money, but I always had enough money to buy a bar of Packer's Pine Tar Soap. What I would do with that is I'd go find an irrigation ditch somewhere and take a bath in it. I had this one special place where it was had a sandy spot, kind of widened out there. You could sit in there and uh, take a bath, rub sand on you and package pine tar soap and rinse off real good. If it wasn't for Bob, I'd probably be using ivory. I don't know if ivory is a hippie soap. Oh no, I'm not a hippie. I never have been. Oh, I was a mountain man. Wherever you go in this life, whatever you do, first and foremost, be kind to everybody and everything you come in contact with. You'll never regret it. I'll be back next Wednesday, and like they always say, peace out.